Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Start and end your day with the good news. The good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with the good news. Oh, yeah, friends. Beatrice Bruno, the drill sergeant of life and also producer, Moose. Hello, friends. Hi. Hello, Angie. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Will you be my neighbor? Oh, <laughs> I'm just saying. He's a good dude. Yeah, he was. He had some yeah, great speeches. He had an acceptance speech once for some big award that he received, and I just fell in love with him. What a Aww. good dude, Mr. Roger was. And I can actually say that in German. Es ein schöner Tag in the Nachbarschaft. Bist du bei, uh, bist du, oh man, I just lost it. Bist du bei mein Nachbar? The question on everybody's mind is, why do you know that in German? She was in Germany in the army. I was stationed army. over there several times. Oh, okay, yeah. but yeah. You, that's just a phrase you held on to? She watched her well, Mr. Rogers. Yeah, I did, <laughs> because my, my oldest girl was, she was young. She was like um, seven at the time. And so she'd watch, that was way before Barney and, you know, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and now we think it's watch. boring, and it's yeah. not. It was like really quality. It was really good, and she used to enjoy that, and I'd hear it every day. It, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Would you be you knock bar? Would um, you be knock bar? <laughs> <laughs> See, every time you say something, I can't say it. As ein schöner talk in the Nachbarschaft. <laughs> oh, Thanks, Jorge. Oh I thought that was my phone for a second. I'm like, wait, will you be? But he used to drive me nuts. I'm like, could you put on the sweater a little faster, please? Tie your shoes. But he was cool. He was totally cool. He was cool. And a really good man. Yes, he was. A really good heart. Yeah. I miss some of that. I do, too. I miss um, Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> so magical. Yes, Captain Kangaroo. All right, I want to talk a little bit. <laughs> a little soft shoe for the show. I, I want to talk a little Sorry. bit about, uh, no, no, you're good. Kids, you know, you're mentoring kids now, and this is something that's really come up more so recently. You were already mentoring, and you and I are accountability partners, and I said to you, you know, you have a real gift for kids. I think you need to explore this more. You could really change kids' lives. You, you have a lot of power in your ability to impact children. And you were already mentoring one kid. Yeah. And then you said, boy, I wonder how my life would have been had I had a me, Absolutely. someone to uh, admire and encourage and look up to and tell me that I was worthy and great. Yeah. And I, I met a bunch of these kids last Friday. I spoke at an event for Thornton. And there were 30-some kids who were beating the odds. And then they go to the next level. And so all of their stories are read. And they decide. Uh, they decided on those 32. Okay. And then they'll go to the next level. And they'll pick about 15 or 20. And they were so proud. Yes. And I said to the parents, aren't you so proud? It was really neat because I spoke and kind of told my story of beating mm -hmm. the odds. And it was so neat. And I just thought, wow, Beatrice is touching kids just like this. And it would be so neat in like 10 or 15 years to, to have these people in a room and see like what you'd, how you'd inspire them. Just like one of your trainees yes. who called you from the 1980s and said you were my drill sergeant. Just for a matter of weeks, yes. you, uh, you changed his life. Eight weeks time. And he's coming to Denver. He wants to take me and my husband to dinner because wow. we were both in his life. My husband was um, range 15, downrange feedback. And so he wants to take us to dinner. But, you know, when he said to me, 
you have affected my life, but it's because of you that I, I'm where I am today. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then, you know, it's been like eight of them that have come back now. You. Yes. On Facebook. Yes. Yeah. And all of these kids are like, well, they're not kids now. They're grown men. But yeah. they're saying, Drill Sergeant, you really affected my life. I think that is the coolest honor ever. It is. It's, it's very humbling. Yeah, I'll bet it, it is. It really is because you don't know what you're doing. You know, even in, in the communities and the schools, and you don't know how you're touching and affecting those kids and what they're going to be in life. Mm -hmm. What if one of them becomes president or, you know, president of a corporation or something, and right. then they come back and say, Mr. Allstrand, thank you, sir. You said this in my life, and this is what I did with that. Mm -hmm. Well, I love it. We actually have it. I'm, I'm going to throw a wrench in here for uh, for Jorge. We have a story on former students who surprised a teacher, and that is an that, that we've got to throw that in there because that is a lot like what happens with you when these yeah. uh, recruits, former recruits, find you on Facebook and tell you. And we all have a teacher, and that's what I said to these kids on Friday. I said we all have a teacher whose yes. name we can remember. And I looked at all the teachers because the teachers, by the way, nominated these kids that I was speaking to mm -mm -mm. for these awards. So the teachers had to take time out of their day to write up these nominations and do something special in the, their time. Wow. And they're busy, and that is a big effort. Let's be honest wow. to write up some yeah. essay about a kid. Oh yeah. In your spare time, you oh, have yeah. to care. You have to be impressed by that kid. And I said to the teachers, I'm like, you teachers have a a lot of power mm -hmm. to impact these kids, to influence these kids, make mm -hmm. a difference in their lives. And where they end up mm -hmm. may have, you might change their path. That's right. Because you have to know them. You have to know each and every individual child before you can even write that essay that yes. you're talking about. Yes. And some of the teachers, some of the teachers were so excited. I said, you know, one came up because the kid couldn't make it. Mm -hmm. And uh, then the, the teacher said, well can, I, well, can I have a hug? And I'm like, yes. And there was one teacher in the crowd taking pictures. And I turned and I said, are you the teacher? And uh, he said, yes. I said, you would not believe the look on your face when these kids come up here. I'll show it to you later. I mean, it is a look of joy. Aww. It's the look I saw you look at your yeah. daughter when the speaking event. Yeah. It's a yeah. look of love and joy. His smile, I've got to get the pictures to him. I took them from the podium of him taking pictures of the kids because his joy was so like tangible yeah. to me that yeah. he was so proud of these kids. And I'm like, I... I would have loved to have had a teacher like that because yeah. so many yeah. kids don't have the love and support at home. And I couldn't say that in front of some of the parents who are struggling themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, these teachers might be able to have more of an impact on these kids than you do mm -hmm. because you might be in a rut yourselves. And these teachers might be offering these kids a lifeline. That's right. So let's uh, share this good news story. And this is just a completely separate from what we're talking about. Former students surprising a teacher. Is my former course teacher from freshman year to senior year of high school. She's one of the best vocal teachers I've ever met. I love my students and I want them to have the best opportunities so that they can thrive. Currently I live in Los Angeles and I'm pursuing a career in entertainment. I know I wouldn't have been able to do any of it if it hadn't been for Ms. Watson. The last time I seen her was some years ago in 2008, 2009. And I realized I never really had a chance to let her know exactly how influential she was to my life. Some of us, we haven't seen each other in 10 years. We hear anything to do with Miss Watson and we're like, we're there. She's just gone through a rough patch with her health. So I just want to let her know that I love her and uh, keep on pressing forward. I know she's going to be really, really thrilled when she sees all of us. Miss Watson believes that she's getting ready to have a teacher interview at her school tomorrow. She's about to get a handful. 
Isn't this awesome? It's like when your recruits found you on Facebook, same yeah. thing. And then yeah. they're like, hi, she's coming. They're yeah. so excited. And what I love is the idea, and I've mentioned this several times on the show, reach back in time, find someone in who possibly Absolutely. impact you and let them know. I have a mentor from my 20s who helped me when I worked at NBC in Los Angeles, Wendy Harris. She was my executive producer, and she has been told by me no less than 15 to 20 times how much she means to me still. And Absolutely. we're still friends. You know, I'm in my 40s now, and I still reach out to her and make attempt, and, uh, you know, an effort to see her in L.A. And she thinks of me like family, too. I mean, oh, she, yeah. she will do anything to figure out a way to meet me while I'm in L.A. Well, you know, Angie, it's like we were talking about Mr. Rogers. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. This teacher made it a beautiful day in the neighborhood for those kids every day, Monday through Friday, mm -hmm. because of who she was and because of how she felt about those kids. See, what we have to realize is when we have kids like that in our lives, when I had those recruits, they were my family. Those were my sons and daughters. And I had to give them the very best I could as a drill sergeant so that they could be somebody in the Army. And many of them did. They did it. You know, I think people, when you believe in them, don't you most rise to the occasion? You were oh, bullied in high school and you found refuge just like these kids in arts and entertainment. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Just drama. something that I decided that I was going to find my passions and pursue that and not worry about the bullying. And once I did that, you know, I was bullied in sixth and seventh grade. But once I made that conscious decision of I'm going to shine my light however I can and they can't affect me is when That's it just good. drastically changed in my uh, like, you know, you always remember the teachers. Well, I had a handful of all my arts teachers that I now keep in contact with oh, and cool. hang cool. out with. And my junior high music uh, teacher is actually my nephew's band teacher now. Oh, and wow. so I make him Aww. feel super old when I show up to the band concerts because I was his first class. And now 20 years later, my nephew has them. Oh, also. wow. Oh, that's, that's cool. so cool. Yeah. I love that. Well, and he found a place where he could find refuge, yeah. you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. And so uh, this young man that we heard from first said in 2008, uh, he had Miss Watson. 2008, 2009, that's the last time he saw her. Mm -hmm. And now he's pursuing a career in entertainment. And a lot of these students hadn't seen each other for 10 years, but they knew that something special was going to be done for her. Yeah. And so they're like, we are there. And they're not, they're, now they're getting ready to surprise her. They're hiding. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I found was blind. I never thought I'd see them all together like that. It's just great to feel loved and that what you do matters. This is a small example of the gratitude that we all have for you in the many years you've invested into us. Because of you, I'm everything I am today. And I really thank you. As wow. Beatrice wipes away a tear, my yes. thought pops in my head of a conversation we had last week of, why do white chicks always cry? Yeah, she says you white chicks always cry. Well, see, that they cry beautiful. for everything. I cry for certain things, okay? <laughs> this was a 
this was a tearjerker for me. Yeah. It really Why was. Did it touch you more than some of the other stories when I cry and you're like a rock over there? <laughs> <laughs> Why did this one touch you so much? Because they touched this woman in a way that she never even imagined. She never even conceived of her students coming back like this. Mm. And then for, for them to just harmonize like that for her. Oh, that was just absolutely beautiful. Oh, she and she as more of them were coming out. She, you could tell how surprised she was. I mean, there was joy and emotion in yeah. her, uh, in her voice. Yeah, in the video, I, I believe she had slid down the wall. She was like, she <laughs> slid down to the floor because she was so overcome. She was laughing, but she was overcome, and you could see the tears in her eyes, and it just affected her. And then the young man that spoke at the end, you could tell he was tearing up as well. Oh yeah, because he it was, really, he was yeah, crying. Yeah, she, it, it affected them. Who he is today is because of her. Yes. Yeah, and there, there are. Still photos of her, like you said, she slid down the lockers and mm -hmm. she was on the floor. Mm -hmm. And her hair, you know, she barely has any hair. She has, you know, she's almost 60 and she fought cancer. Yeah. And these kids were coming around the hallway, surprising her in the hallway as yeah. they were singing. I mean, I can't even imagine the joy because it started with that one kid walking yes. down the hall. Yes. And then people started joining in and she was just losing it. And it was a hall full of kids. They were like probably 25, 30 kids. Yeah, yeah. about that. Yeah, that, it that's, was really that's just neat. awesome. That's huh. really awesome. So, yeah, why not reach out, find somebody? Moose said he keeps in touch with his teachers, my mentor, and a few other people even in the news business that I've reached out to. Mm -hmm. I switched schools a fair amount, and so I'm not in touch with any of my teachers. I did check back at Fairview High School in Boulder uh, to see if some of the teachers I had were still there when I came back to town about, I don't know, 15 years ago, mm -hmm. and they weren't. Uh, but I, there are people you know you can locate, and it might even be a relative that really oh, yeah. was there for you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and really meant a lot to you. Well, I had told you before about my high school um, basketball, basketball coach. coach, and, you know, she's 78 years old. But when she told me that she was proud of me, that showed to me that, for one thing, she loved me. And another thing, I should have been keeping in closer touch with this chick. And you just saw her recently, yeah, right? Yeah, I saw her last year. Yeah. And yeah. she said how proud she was of what yeah. you've done with your life. But you knew then, like, she was the one when your family didn't come to your basketball games and you were a great athlete mm -hmm. and you were a teen mom. Mm -hmm. You knew she believed in you back Absolutely. then. And she showed it. She, she continues to show it. You said that when you were teenager and pregnant she brought the basketball team to the hospital to the to the house to the house she brought them out For to my grandmother's like house yeah yeah and I mean it just shocked me because you know when I had girlfriends back in that those days in the 70s and what have you that got pregnant my grandmother will always say you don't need to go see them you don't need to be around those girls and here I was that girl and yet my basketball coach brought the team, team. to the house yes and that meant more to me than anything it really did. I'll bet it did. Oh, that is so awesome. That is so, Moose, so Moose, did you just awesome. wipe a tear away? I saw you. Uh, it's my eyebrow. Uh-huh. Oh, no. <laughs> you wiped a tear. I, the, I saw the no, tear. No, I have the itchiest <laughs> eyebrows on the good news. Anytime the good news is on, my eyebrows get super itchy. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Uh -huh. And they're like, damn, they get moist. Somehow, tears come right out of my eyebrow. Oh, Gra boy. Gravity so... doesn't affect me. Like <laughs> uh <-huh>. Yeah, right. <laughs> he cried. Moose is a crier. Oh, gosh. All right. Since my son just finished with State and he's got another big swim meet coming up this weekend, two things happen. I've been seeing kids getting out of the pool crying, 
And one kid told me, well, my dad puts a lot of pressure on me. And I told my husband, I'm like, we're not going to be those parents. Mm -hmm. And so my son, his goal is not to beat everyone else. It's to beat himself, mm -hmm. right, okay. to beat his own time. That's good. And so um, he did really well in his first race. And the second one, oh, you guys, he was really kicking some booty. Like, he was going to win, right? And I mean, it's All a big right. deal. These are the fastest kids in the, uh, in the state. And his flip turn was a little too early. And I saw it happen. Aww. I saw it happen like he barely touched the wall. Mm -hmm. So right as they came off the wall, they all passed him. Oh. His feet barely touched the wall. So he got out and he said, I'm a little disappointed, Mom, because my flip turn I was too early. I barely touched the wall. He said, but I still got my best time. Good for and you. And I was like, okay, that is cool. That is a well-adjusted kid. Angie, you have oh, the coolest champ. kids. Thanks, yeah. I'm trying. So he has, a, he has some more big races coming up this weekend, and he's seated as the top kid in a couple of these. But there's about 35 kids. And, you know, there's wow. some of this. They come from Durango and Steamboat Springs and all over the state, and only the fastest of the fast get into state and then Silver State. So they do it on two different weekends. And so I'm really excited for him. But, you know, I just want to make sure – that I love the idea of them competing against themselves, mm -hmm. but sometimes you know, there's a lot of rules and you can get disqualified mm -hmm. and you can win sometimes because maybe someone didn't do their kick properly or whatever. But there's a story about a swimmer who just, he won, he got the medal, but he believed there was a real winner. And, you know, for a kid to give away his number one, like yeah. gold medal type win to another kid is amazing to me and you'll you'll hear why this swimmer gave his medal to who he said was the real winner take a listen in a symbolic display of sportsmanship rarely seen at any level of competition Metuchen swimmer michael spark handed his first place medal to a competitor latvian born rich fordles of monroe i felt like it was the right thing to do because i got beat fair and square in the gmc swimming championships not only did fordles finish ahead of spark by more than two seconds in the 100 backstroke he shattered a 14 year old meet record only to be dq'd in the event for wearing an illegal swim cap one that offered no competitive advantage it would make sense if the cap would make me faster but the cap didn't make faster it's just a logo the cap wasn't uh enhancing his performance in any way he beat me because he trains harder than me because he trained harder than me he just outswam me he beat me that day in that race Fordles, who has lived in the united states for only a year was unaware of the rule and wore his petty club team cap during the event. Monroe appealed the ruling to the Greater Middlesex Conference on behalf of their independent swimmer. It was rejected by the GMC citing National Federation of State High School Associations rules, which clearly prohibit a swimmer from wearing a club team cap. I think that you prove to everyone there that you are the better athlete. He's a really nice guy and I hope we're gonna meet, meet somewhere again. And while the gesture from Spark does not impact the official standings or the meet record, Fordles can take solace in knowing his closest competitor knows who really won the heat. Come on. Are you serious? That's the kind of kid I want to raise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But really, they're that petty? Oh, oh, they're hardcore. I mean, the rules. Wow. And, they, and this poor guy's only lived in the country for a year. And so yeah. he doesn't get his record. They won't recognize that. But he knows, I mean, he's been recognized in a big way because right. the media covered it, obviously. But I just, I love that old story. I wanted to share that because when my kid finishes his races, whether he's first or last, he's got to, you know, lean over and shake hands of right. the other guys. And at that age, at 10, a lot of the kids don't do that yet. Mm -hmm. Or they're not very happy that they didn't win. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. and so you've got to teach that good sportsmanship. And sometimes we're not seeing it with some of the professional athletes who are doing terrible things. Mm -hmm. Like after the Super Bowl, we had some poor examples from a certain quarterback that does not play for the Broncos. It might play for the other team <laughs> that said, show me a good loser and I'll show you a loser. Really? 
Wow. You a good loser, and I'll show you a loser. That's what somebody, um, uh, you know that cookie fig Newton? I don't want to use any names, but <laughs> I just, you know, want to just throw it out there. That You're really good at not using names. To a Newton. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... I think it's just, I, I thought that was just totally cool. So again, we want to just express a couple of things to come out of this. Reach out to someone from your past that Absolutely. may have had a positive impact on you. And again, it might be a relative. Like, I'm close to my aunts. I really think a lot of them. One of my aunts down in Florida, she listens well to my show while she plays solitaire, Aunt Della. I really admire her and her positive attitude and uh, her cool. wonderful marriage she had with her husband. And she's a real role model for me. And my Aunt Eileen, I'm very close to. She's been like a second mom to me. And so I always try to let them know I care about them and make an attempt to go see them at least once a yeah. year. You know, yeah. and it's not convenient when you have three kids and three jobs to go you know, to Florida or Maine where they live. But, Absolutely. you know, it is beautiful, though. I have to admit that it's really, it's really no skin <laughs> off my back to go to Florida. So I hope I'm of welcome. Of course not. I'm conti- I continue to be welcomed. Your website? DrillSergeantOfLife.com. We'll be right back. No need to wait until Sunday to sing your favorite worship songs. Join in right here on 810KLVZ, Where Love Lives. Your next shopping trip could change the lives of some very special people right here in Colorado. When you shop at ARC Thrift Stores, you'll not only save money, but you'll also give back to our community by helping people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, just like these ARC ambassadors. A lot of people, they have misconceptions about people with disabilities. A lot of them think that we can't do things that other people can do, and that's just not true. We can do what other people can do. It may take us a little bit more time to do it, but we can. We're just like any other human being. We have feelings and we have emotions, and if given the chance, we can shop. And I think that ARC has done a very good job at showing that. I like it there, and it helps me out to learn about reading off the labels and stuff. I like helping out different people, a lot of different people I help out. Find the ARC store near you at arcthrift.org. It's nonprofit, and it's a great company to work for and a great place to shop. And remember, every Saturday, you get 50% off most items in the store. You know, I was living in my van at the time. And that's when I found myself in the the park. There was no reason it seemed to go on. I had nothing to live for. I found myself sitting on that park bench with a bottle of whiskey in one hand and a gun in the other. Finished the whiskey and stuck the gun in my mouth and pulled the trigger. The bullet bounced off my C1 vertebrae and lodged behind my ear. I was in the hospital for about 10 days. And then after a thorough mental mental health evaluation, they pretty much booted me out on the street. And then everything went downhill. I started drinking. About six weeks later, I was in detox again. And a nice lady at detox just looked at me and said, boy, with your story, you need to get into a better program or you're not going to be alive very long. And she helped me get into the downtown Denver Rescue Mission. And and here I am today because of that. And I've got my great family. They love me. And I spend more time with them than anybody. And life is good. To find out how you can help people just like Joe, go to denverrescuemission.org. Hey, it's Angie with the good news. Do you ever feel like, you know, you need a roadmap to your goals or you need some hope or you feel lost? Well, Carrie Conley with Infinite Nation, she teaches us the specifics, the roadmap to reach your goals and dreams. Hi, Carrie. How are you, Angie? It must be very exciting for you to help people reach their goals. It's very exciting because everybody has a vision of what they want their life to look like, Angie, but most of us walk around with it all stuffed inside and not able to get it out. And that's what I help people do. And what I find that you do is you have us write down 
down uh, what we see ourselves doing or would like to see ourselves doing in one year, two year, three years. Right. And then you have you break it down into steps and then it makes it so much more simplified and less intimidating. Well, I think people overestimate that, you know, a baby step can take you a long way. So yes, I get them to take little tiny baby steps toward the bigger vision of what they want their life to look like. All right, if people want to talk to you, work with you, see what you're up to, how do they reach you? InfiniteNation.com. InfiniteNation.com. Thanks, Carrie. 810 KLVZ, where love lives. Welcome back to the good news. Extreme winning. Who doesn't want to win in an extreme way? Hello. It's like the best kind of winning of all. Well, the book is called Extreme Winning, 12 Keys to Unlocking the Winner Within You. Who wrote it? Well, that would be Pat Williams. Who is Pat? Well, if you don't know already, if you're a basketball guy, I'm sure you know. He's a basketball Hall of Famer, father of 19 children, cancer survivor, over 55 completed marathons, and now author of over 100 books. You may also know he's the Orlando Magic founder and senior VP. He's carved out a unique career as both a sports exec and an author. Uh, Welcome to the show, Pat Williams. Hi. Hi, Andy. How are you doing? Nice to chat with you today. I am doing well. So I'm sure you get asked this a lot, like, but you know, the last time they said 99 books, that's crazy. So now I'm going to say 100 books. That's crazy. How did that happen? Well, one at a time. I guess that's the best (laughs) way to answer that. I wrote my first book in uh, 1974. Uh, That was, what, 42 years ago. And that was the gingerbread uh, man? That was about you? That's right. It was my life story. And I did it with a young, unknown uh, wordsmith by the name of Jerry Jenkins, uh, who has gone on and become a very prominent and famous Christian novelist with the Left Behind series. But that was the first one. I was uh, 34 years old when we did it, and uh, I've kept chipping away, and ideas keep coming, and there are more books in the pipeline. So go figure, huh? Go figure is right. Well, you know, you're a little busy, you know, uh, with your sports career, and I know you're a speaker, and uh, you've got the 19 kids and now, what, 14 or thereabouts grandkids, so you've got to find time for this. Why do you have such a passion for helping us become, for instance, extreme winners? Well, ideas come, and and, and, uh, I don't think you can write a book unless you've got a burning flame inside of you to, to get it out. Uh, I think every everybody who ever writes uh, has that feeling because there's an enormous amount of work involved, uh, uh, you know, an endless amount of time. So whenever you see a book uh, in the bookstore or in the library, just know <clears throat> that some man or woman uh, poured, uh, uh, you know, t- their, their life's blood into that book. And... Uh, and they had an intense desire to get it out and uh, impact other people. I think that's the best way I can describe it. Well, I would say, Pat, from reading about you and the 19 kids and all of the, uh, uh, the marathons and the 100 books that you um, are a man of extreme. So I want to talk about, um, we're going to talk about your faith, which I'm very curious about. But in terms of the extreme winning 12 keys to unlocking the winner within you, can you tell us a little about those keys? Well, I certainly can. I uh, have been in the pro sports business now, uh, well, well over 50 years. And uh, in my baseball career and basketball career, I've been around some marvelous athletes, <laughs> very successful. And I've noticed that all of these men and women have this extreme desire to win. It's what drives them. Uh, they're not normal. 
Yeah. Uh, they they are at a different level of, of uh, intensity, and winning is what drives them. And then, as I studied closer, I realized that, uh, and, and it took time to gather all this, but uh, I realized that they all have 12 qualities. Uh, every one of them have to have these 12 qualities, uh, and they're all at the extreme level, too. So that's the uh, that's the heart and soul of the book. We did it do a chapter on each one of these twelve qualities that uh, the extreme winners possess. And I wrote the book uh, to uh, to uplift people, to encourage them uh, that they can have that kind of life too. Well, I, uh, if they if they want it. And well, so, Kat, we don't uh, have time to go through specific, you know the you know sure. uh, details of all twelve. But can you give us just uh, tell us what the twelve qualities are? Yeah, I can. Uh, number one, I- extreme dreams. Everything starts with a dream. Number two, extreme preparation. Oh. Uh, number three, extreme focus. Number four, extreme passion. Mm-hmm. Number five, extreme work ethic. Ah. Number six, extreme responsibility. Uh, number seven, extreme positive attitude. Number uh-huh. eight, uh, extreme goal setting. Uh, nine is extreme perseverance. Ten, extreme competition. And number 11, extreme desire. And the twelfth one uh, comes after perhaps these athletes reach great heights, but it's called extreme teamwork. Ah. And, and, and the, and the uh, extreme winners realize that they can't do it alone, uh, that they have to uh, be part of a team. And uh, that's how we uh, wrap the book up. So those are the 12 qualities, and, you know, they're, they're not complicated, but uh, when people really grasp them, you know, it can make a huge difference in their life. You know, do, do you find, since you've worked with so many winners in the sports world and as a basketball Hall of Famer yourself, you had these qualities, or many of them, do people have them, or can they also learn them? Like, if you've got somebody that's just extreme, uh, who's just a natural-born athlete, and they've, they've just got that drive and they want to win. Um, can you teach an athlete or a person these that kind of is eh, kind of into it? Well, I think you can, you can improve it. Let's put it that way. That's a good I'm point. not sure that uh, you, know, you, can, you can turn this man or woman into an absolute tiger, but, but here, is, here is one thing I would say. This this book really is, uh, yeah, there's a sports emphasis, but it's far beyond sports. And so, particularly with your young people, if you see that they're excited about computers or that they're passionate about artwork or pottery, passionate about singing or musical instruments and so forth, mm-hmm. uh, these qualities pertain to anybody with those kind of drives as well. And so, uh, as parents and grandparents, coaches and teachers, I think it's vital that we really study our young people under our supervision, you know, and find out what it is that really excites them and what they're good at and, uh, you know, where that passion lies and then fuel it and feed it. And uh, you'll have an extreme winner in that area as well. All right. I want to talk about some of the extreme winners that you've worked with in your career, because I know you've you know, been acquainted with a lot of big names like Shaquille O'Neal and Oprah Winfrey, Rudy Giuliani, but then a lot more athletes and coaches. So uh, who are some of the extreme winners you've enjoyed working with who have a lot of these qualities you just mentioned? Well, my basketball career now is pushing up on 50 years in wow. the NBA. So to be around uh, men like Jerry Sloan, 
uh, Chet Walker and uh, Bob Love, for example, in Chicago, uh, to be around Julius Irving and Moses Malone and you know some of our other great players in Philadelphia. Here, here in Orlando, uh, it was Shaq and Penny Hardaway. Then Dwight Howard came along, and uh, so I've been, you know, just with my own teams. But then, of course, watching other teams to watch a, a Michael Jordan in action and Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. Yeah. Now a, a young Steph Curry uh, in Golden State, and uh, and then as a sports fan, you know, I'm constantly watching the other sports and. To see uh, Cal Ripken and some of our other heroes in baseball, and uh, you know they're out there, and I've and, and I've shared many of their stories in this new book, Extreme Winning. Uh, you don't hang out with many slackers, do you? Well, I, I I think that's important to hang with winners. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I, I tell young people all the time, you're going to be formed and shaped by the people you hang with. So it's important if you want to be an extreme winner. Uh, you, you want to have you want to have extreme winners in your life. I uh, love it. You, it's the old birds of a feather flock together. That's who you want to hang with, and uh, you know if you, if you, if you hang around a bunch of losers, downtrodden, defeated people who have no goals, no direction, no ambition, uh, you're going to be just like them in a short period of time. So uh, seek out those extreme winners, and that's who you want to hang with. Extreme Winning, 12 Keys to Unlocking the Winner Within You, Pat Williams. You also are a man of faith, and you have 19 children. You're a man of extremes yourself. 14 of those kids adopted from four different countries. So um, that's an extreme aspect of your personal life. So talk about that and how that all happened. Well, we adopted uh, uh, 14 children over a 10-year period from 1983 to 1993. Uh, Four of the children were were from South Dakota. Uh, Korea, uh, four from the Philippines, two from Romania, and four from Brazil. And uh, there was one year, for example, that 16 of them were all teenagers at the same time. Whoa. Uh, people have asked many times, why did you do it? And I, the only answer I can give you is the Lord laid it on our hearts uh, when we heard about these children, and we, had, uh, had, we did give the uh, other kids a vote. <laughs> But uh, we, we felt strongly that God wanted us to do it, and uh, we never counted the cost. We never figured out, you know, the food bill or what was <laughs> going to happen and how we are going to pay it all. But, uh, you know, we read in James that God loves uh, orphans and widows. In this case, uh, you know, we didn't go after any widows, but we, uh, we, we certainly felt that orphans needed a home. And God has been very, very faithful to us and, and has provided all the needs. Even that now, the children are grown. They're 30 to 44 is the age range. But wow. uh, uh, we, we now have 14 grandkids, and a 15th is almost here. So uh, we're, we're still in the child-raising business here. And so uh, that's, that's a quick overview, Angie, of what we, what we did. All right. So sometimes when the Lord calls you to do things, it's not necessarily easy. And I know a lot of us think like, well, if he called me to do it, it shouldn't be this difficult. Well, obviously when you had 16 of those 19 kids in the home, teenagers at the same time, um, that must've been a challenge. So let's talk about any parenting advice you might to want to throw out at us uh, so that we can be extreme winners in parenting. Well, I, a couple of thoughts. International adoption is not for everyone, but uh, if you have an adventuresome spirit, I, I certainly encourage families to explore it. 
and uh, you know who knows where God will lead you, but uh, at least explore it if you've got a little bit of that adventuresome spirit. In, in, in learning about parenting, uh, I've learned, first of all, it takes time. Children need, need your time. They need you to be with them. Uh, my children, and I can still hear them uh, at breakfast. Dad, are you going to be at our game tonight? Or, 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 Dad, are you going to be at our swimming meet you know, this afternoon? They wanted me there and wanted me to be part of their lives. So it takes time, and that, and that, that is huge. Uh, the next thing would be discipline. We, we did run a diff- disciplined home, had to, but it needs to be balanced with love. Uh, you know, you can't neglect the love and overwhelm with the discipline. So you've got to find, you know, that, that, that balance there. Right. Number, number three, uh, get them to church and Sunday school every Sunday. We, we did that, loaded them up in that, uh, 18 passenger van and, wow. and, and got them to church and Sunday school every, every weekend, every Sunday. And, uh, and the other, here's one other quick thought, uh, uh, stress reading. And we did in our home. You know, the importance of being a reader, and I, I, I can't tell you that every kid caught it and, you know, has become a voracious reader, but, you know, from the get-go, we were constantly stressing uh, the importance of reading good books. Love that, love that. My uh, 10-year-old son just made state. He was the only kid on the team to make state for swimming, and he found out his dad wasn't going to be there for, uh, there's a week, it's like a three-day meet, and uh, he started to cry. So I wrote to my husband, and I said, he's crying because you won't be there. And thankfully, my husband gets it, and he rearranged his schedule so he can be there, because I agree with you. These kids remember these things. They want time with us. I've rearranged my entire schedule. I do two radio shows, and I, and I do work for a, a local TV station, and everything is arranged around my kids' schedule so I can have breakfast, I can pick them up, I can go to practice, and I can do homework with them at night and to go to all the swim meets and all the basketball games because I agree with you. I think too many parents are buried in their own devices and they throw their kid a device and everybody sits at the restaurant looking at their devices and that's not raising a kid. Yeah, well, well phrased, Angie. I, uh, I, I just think even now that my children are adults, but they, they, they remember to this day that I was there you know, I went out of my way, and I couldn't be there all the time because right. I had things I had to do. But, you know, I, I certainly tried to be there, uh, you know, every every opportunity. And they, they remember. Uh, they'll also say, well, Dad, you were always reading a book. And, <laughs> and, and, I, and I say back to them, but I'll tell you this, Bud, I never missed uh, a time at bat. I never missed one of your actual swimming events. I never missed anything. Right, right, but, right. But, but yeah, yeah, I had a book, but, uh, you know, I, w- I was on top of it all. I was watching. You know, you've had other, you know, big extreme, as you put it, victories in your life. Um, you know, the marathons, uh, climbing Mount Rainier, and also your battle against can- cancer that you're around the five-year mark, uh, you know, successfully battling that. So talk about, you know, these other extremes in your life. You are definitely a man of big things. Well, I did take them on as challenges, and I, I, uh, I, I needed that. I needed uh, big, big challenges and big goals. You know, uh, running a basketball team for 25 years, as I did, and the challenge of putting winning teams together and trying to win a championship, yeah, that's a big challenge. But, uh, but I needed more, and so I started running uh, marathons in, the, in my mid-50s and ended wow. up doing 58 of them, including the Boston Marathon, 13 Jeez. times. and. So that that was always a challenge in front of me. And then a little over five years ago, I was diagnosed with cancer, multiple myeloma, which I'd never heard of. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, Dr. Reynolds explained that it's one of the blood cancers and a, and a tough one. But uh, I've responded very well to the medication and new, the, the new forms of chemo. Uh, many people have been praying for me. And as I move into year six, I feel good and I'm able to keep my full schedule. And uh, so I've joined this other challenge of uh, entering the world of cancer and trying to encourage other people and fundraising and doing everything I can to, uh, to, to keep battling this, uh, this monster of a disease. Now, in terms of faith, how has that helped? You mentioned you're taking your kids to church and loading up in the 18-passenger van. How has faith um, helped you in this? You know, you, you've been in the public eye, you know, working in basketball and having successful teams and authoring 100 books. Um, you've been in the public eye. How has your faith been intertwined in this life? What, why is it so important to you? Well, I remember when I got the news, my immediate reaction was, Lord, why me? You know, I didn't understand it. But as time went on, I realized that uh, that God allowed it. Uh, it was not an accident. Uh, he knew about it, and uh, I accepted that uh, after a, after a period of time. And uh, I also had the opportunity to to uh, witness by just the way I live my life. You know, not collapsing, not uh, you know turning into a grease spot, you know, because of cancer, but to f- fight it boldly and uh, keep a positive attitude and you know, show that the Lord is alive and well in my life. And, and so I've continued to try and do that, Angie. And I think that is important. You know, it's easy to be a Christian when things are going well, but when right. t- tough times hit, I think that's when we're really very teachable All right, and we... very moldable. And I think God can really work through that. Pat, we have about a minute left. What do you want people to take away uh, from uh, Extreme Winning 12 Keys to Unlocking the Winner Within You? Well, I think what I want them to take away is to be encouraged to get the book, read it, uh, you know, go for all your goals in life, uh, do it with great energy, stay focused. Uh, we all have dreams, and it's important to pursue those dreams. Remember, you can't do it alone, and you've got to build a team around you. And, and when you do this and really get after it, uh, the rewards are great, and you'll be living the kind of life that God wants you to live. Again, extreme winning, 12 keys to unlocking the winner within you, Pat Williams. What a blessing. Thank you, Pat. Music to make your heart smile. 810 KLVZ. Hey, it's Angie with the good news. Do you ever feel like, you know, you need a roadmap to your goals or you need some hope or you feel lost? Well, Carrie Conley with Infinite Nation, she teaches us the specifics, the roadmap to reach your goals and dreams. Hi, Carrie. How are you, Angie? It must be very exciting for you to help people reach their goals. It's very exciting because everybody has a vision of what they want their life to look like, Angie, but most of us walk around with it all stuffed inside and not able to get it out. And that's what I help people do. And what I find that you do is you have us write down uh, what we uh, see ourselves doing or would like to see ourselves doing in one year, two year, three years. Right. And then you ha- you break it down into steps and then it makes it so much more simplified and less intimidating. Well, I think people overestimate that, you know, a baby step ha- can take you a long way. So yes, I get them to take little tiny baby steps toward the bigger vision of what they want their life to look like. All right, if people want to talk to you, work with you, see what you're up to, how do they reach you? InfiniteNation.com. InfiniteNation.com. Thanks, Carrie. 
Hey, it's Angie Austin. I'm here with my friend Francis Owens with ARC. And Francis, you and I have been friends a long time, and you and I both wanted to do something with our lives, with our careers that made a difference. I love ARC. I've gotten to know so many of the differently abled ambassadors through you. And it's shopping with a purpose. So when we shop there, the money actually goes to help the disabled community locally. And you need donations. We need donations all the time. And we are very, very happy to come pick them up. You can easily call 303-238-JANE, which is 303-238-5263. We would love to come pick up anything. All of our sales go to help people with disabilities around the state. We raise funds for advocacy. Love it. And you can also, of course, drop things off, but they'll come and pick things up for free. And again, all the money stays locally to help the disabled community. And I love to shop there because I find great deals. You can find out more info as well at arcthrift.org. Thank you. Perfect. Yay. All right, you want to be healthier, right? What if you could get a free health assessment and you could get a number that would let you know, hey, I am really in bad shape, or hey, I'm doing really (laughs) great. Well, we've got one for you. It's a free health assessment. It's 100 questions, and Dr. Joe Arve is here. And Dr. Joe, how do we uh, take this health assessment? Basically, just send me your first name and your last name and your email address, and we'll email this lifestyle risk questionnaire to you. And what it does, it's 100 questions, and it analyzes how you're living, how you're eating, what you're doing, to whether your health is going the right way or the wrong way and it gives you a score and then based on that score we can go to work on making lifestyle choices diet changes things you can do every day to get that score down and get your health moving in the right direction and so you can call me at 303-349-6011 and leave me a message and i can get you plugged in that way or you can text me at the same number 303-349-6011 or go to spinegeek.com and contact us and we'll get a hold of you there and we'll make it happen but it's a free assessment and it's going to be awesome for you 810 KLVZ, where love lives. Welcome back to the good news. Hey, it's producer Moose. And for the past year, I've been seeing Dr. Joe Arve with uh, getting you know, my spine and neck all fixed up. And my nephew and uh, my sister have been going and my babies and wife have been going to him. And it's just been a year of uh, health and healing. And uh, Angie and her family have been going for longer than I have. And there's just been great results, not only getting the what Dr. Joe calls is having the hose turned on, getting the, the spine line, but he also helps you, you know, feel your body right with the right uh, foods and uh, everything and exercise to help your body uh, be healthy and heal for uh, the damage that's been done to it. And I have Dr. Joe on the line to talk to us more about that. Hi, Dr. Joe. Hey, hey. Good day, Mr. Moose. Good day. Good day. <laughs> Please, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Moose is my father. Well, you know, I'm old, so when I say Mr. Moose, I think of Captain Kangaroo. And uh, I don't know if yes. you even know who Captain Kangaroo is. I do. The ping pong balls. So, yeah. Cool. So you have a, a, a dinner at Zenzetti's coming up where you want to tell us all about health and healing and fixing our lifestyle to be able to help the healing come faster. Yeah, the new year's over. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's going in to, to, we're going into March pretty quick. And so how are those New Year's resolutions going? And is it time to get serious about your health? You know, if anybody's out there and they're frustrated with their chances to try to lose weight, and it seems like it's going a lot slower than they thought, if the, if wanting to get in shape is going a lot slower than they want or wanted, if their ability to fight chronic pain is going slow and they're just getting frustrated, then guess what? I have a solution for you. And we're going to do a dinner at Sinzetti's on uh, Monday, March the 7th at 630 and if you really want to just get your year turned around and really create the best year ever, then, then I want you to come to this dinner. It's free. 
Uh, I'll pay for it. There's no obligation. Just come, and we will teach you basically the five essentials to getting your healing, to getting your weight loss, to getting your life turned around in literally for 30 days. It's, it really it really happens that fast. And we all will talk about how to focus our hormones and get them healthy, how to lose weight, how to get rid of sugar cravings, how to feel young again, and literally how to feel your best. And, and again, I, there's a lot of commercials out there and stuff that promise that. We actually do that. I mean, I do that with Olympic athletes. I do that with professional athletes. We've been serving mommies and daddies and families for the last 25 years, uh, 23 years in Northland, Colorado. So really what we're doing is really having a fun time working on these five essentials so that people can have amazing success in their health goals, feel their best, look their best, and get strong and healthy. So it's fun. And those people that are listening to this that might be overwhelmed of thinking, you know, changing my whole life around is going to take so much effort. Well, it does, but it's going to start with one dinner, and then it's going to turn into one day at a time to put together the best year ever, as you've been saying, for 2016. Yeah, and that's what we, this is our way of giving back to the community. This is a free dinner. This is my way of giving back. Uh, for all the success that we've had with helping people get healthy. So it's nothing to be overwhelmed with, but if you're just if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, if you're frustrated with the slow process of losing weight, you're frustrated with the p- slow process of getting healthy, or maybe your children aren't as healthy as you like them to be, and it seems like it's a slow process, or you're frustrated, or you've tried everything else and it's just not working, what we do is completely different. It taps into the five areas that actually work with your body. And so we talk about what what good choices, what good choices look like and how, and what bad choices look like and how not to be confused. We talk about what foods are your friend and what foods are not your friend, and it gets very confusing about what food you should or should not be eating. So we'll talk about that. We talk about how to make your exercise effective. Literally 6 to 12 minutes a day, you can get in the best shape of your life. We talk about toxins. If you don't know about toxins, then you really can be sabotaging your best efforts. That can be causing brain fog in yourself, weight loss resistance, learning uh, troubles or disorders in children. And the last thing is your neural system. If you've never had your neural system checked, and that's your nerve system, that's your brain and spinal cord, that literally a powerful neural system is what creates health and healing to come fast. A stressed neural system then causes healing and health to never come. It's like trying to, trying to have green grass, but you don't water it. You right, know, it's just very impossible. So, if anybody is loving what I'm saying and they're like, I want to check this guy out, check this doctor out, then just come to Cinzetti's Monday night, March seventh. And to get there, just call. If you want the first ten callers to call three zero three three four nine six zero one one again three zero three three four nine six zero one one. Space is limited, so call right now three zero three three four nine sixty eleven. Thank you so much, Doctor Joe. That's March seventh at Cinzetti's. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.